Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. Thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the contrite ones. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all God. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved for this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 20 and 21, beginning on page 364. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble, the name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary, and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings, and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire, and fulfill all thy mind. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petitions. Now know I that the Lord helpeth his anointed, and will hear him from his holy heaven, even with the wholesome strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we call upon thee. The king shall rejoice in thy strength, O Lord. Exceeding glad shall he be of thy salvation. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not denied him the request of his lips. For thou shalt meet him with the blessings of goodness, and shalt set the crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest him a long life, even for ever and ever. His honor is great in thy salvation, glory and great worship, 
shalt thou lay upon him. For thou shalt give him everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of thy countenance. And why? Because the king putteth his trust in the Lord, and in the mercy of the Most Highest, shall he not miscarry. All thine enemies shall feel thine hand. Thy right hand shall find out them that hate thee. Thou shalt make them like a fiery oven in time of, their, of thy wrath. The Lord shall destroy them in his displeasure, and the fire shall consume them. Their fruit shalt thou root out of the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended mischief against thee, and in, <clears throat> imagined such a device as they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou put them to flight, and the strings of thy bow shalt thou make ready against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength. So will we sing and praise thy power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of the book of Ruth. Now Boaz went up to the gate and sat down there, and behold, the near kinsman of whom Boaz had spoken came by. So Boaz said, Come aside, friend, sit down here. So he came aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the near kinsman, Naomi, who, who has come back from the country of Moab, sold the piece of land which belonged to our brother El Elimelech. And I thought to inform you, saying, Buy it back in the presence of the inhabitants and the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not redeem it, tell, then tell me that I may know. For there is no one but you to redeem it, and I am next after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, On the day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, you must also buy it from Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, to raise up the name of the dead on his inheritance. And the near kinsman said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I ruin my own inheritance. You redeem my right of redemption for yourself, for I cannot redeem it. Now this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging, to confirm anything. One man took off his sandal and gave it to the other, and this was an attestation in Israel. Therefore the near kinsman said to Boaz, Buy it for yourself. And so he took off his sandal. And Boaz said to the elders and to all the people, You are witnesses this day that I have bought all that was Elimelech's, and all that was Chilean's and Malon's from the hand of Naomi. Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Malon, I have acquired as my wife to raise up the name of the dead in his inheritance, that the name from the, of the dead may not be cut off from among his brethren and from the gate of his place. You are witnesses this day. And all the people who were at the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman who is coming to your house like Rachel and Leah, the two who built the house of Israel. And may you prosper in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. May your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, 
because of the offspring which the Lord will give you from this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you this day without a near kinsman, and may his name be famous in Israel, and may, may he be to you a re restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her bosom, and became a nurse to him. Also the neighbor women gave him a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now this is the genealogy of Perez. <clears throat> Perez begot Hezron, Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begot Amminadab, and Amminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon, Salmon begot Boaz, and Boaz begot Obed, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Benedictus S on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 25th chapter of the 10th, 25th verse of the 10th chapter of St. Luke. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with, and <clears throat> with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. 
Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. <clears throat> the Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, I beseech thee, that the course <clears throat> of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, May not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hath safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, 
neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We conclude our story of, of Ruth, and what Ruth shows above all things is the sort of provisions of the Torah at work, that the Torah provided a way that um, that land and inheritance of one hand could be carried on by a kinsman redeemer, a close relative who could who could marry a widow and raise up offspring and not just the descendants, but also to provide sustenance for a family. Again, this idea of of marrying uh, the widow of a deceased relative. Um, we can't really fully understand how important this is in a non-agrarian culture that that you know you're you're really living with the food you get that day and and by the land that you own and by the ability to work that land and so uh being left alone without you know family to work it and it means you are really kind of destitute they didn't have you know insurance policies and 401ks and go to the grocery store to buy stuff so it shows how the torah works uh to to redeem to 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 save uh, a woman and her her daughter-in-law who were you know really destitute and and bring them back into um uh you know to to a state of provision and 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 security and it also shows um you know again this language of the magnificat he has put down the mighty from the seat from their seats and exalted the humble and meek we have Ruth, the woman who faithfully does the things that the Torah asks one to do, gleans and 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 then um, in humility takes this role. And in that role is noticed by a man who is righteous, who is willing then to 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 act the part of the redeemer for her. And um, it shows this is the genie. And of course, the key of this story is. At the end, it's the genealogy of our Lord. It, the, the, this tells us this is this is part of the lineage by which into which our Lord was born. And it's interesting that the whole perpetuation of that lineage is is brought about by righteous actions. Uh, a, a righteous woman, Ruth, who faithfully cares for his, her mother, having left her own people, and a righteous man who who does the right thing, and this perpetuates the um, the lineage of. Of, the, of redemption, the lineage of David. He, these are, this is an ancestor of King David, from whom our Lord also descends. It's interesting to compare this story then of, of, of faithfulness, of, of, as it were, doing what the Torah says to do and being faithful with the conversation of the lawyer who comes to test Jesus. We're told he came to test him because he's not so much interested in trying to love as he is to finding a way to to justify what he is doing, and therefore he he knows the law in his head. He knows what the law is. He he um, you know love God and love your neighbor, and Jesus said, you know, do that. And then he says, well, who's my neighbor? And the story picks up on the on the way Jesus expands this because in the in in some popular rabbinic teaching, you loved your neighbor but you hated your enemy. And Jesus expands us to love your enemies. So the story Jesus tells uh, is one where a man was, um, the, the Samaritan was um, 
loving to someone who was his enemy. That was at least someone who hated him. And he turns the story around a lot of different ways, uh, but but showing the, the 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 villain to the Jewish person, the Samaritan, becomes the hero because he loves. And of course, the question was, who is my neighbor? And the answer Jesus gave, who was neighbor? So the who is my neighbor is seeking to exclude um, us from responsibility. Uh, who was neighbor is how we go about the actual business of, of loving. And we should note that, that this paradox with regard to the law, you know, we read the summary of the law in our liturgy, um, uh, love, you shall love the Lord, you God, love your heart, your soul, and your mind. That's the first great commandment. You love your neighbor as yourself. And that has, there's a paradox to the, to the summary, the full meaning of the law is the first thing we realize is we don't do it. I mean, we don't fully and completely love God always. And there are times we don't love our neighbor the way we should. So it reveals our, our sin, as it were. It leads us to repentance. But it's not enough to settle for that. And, um, so we always, we remember that we're, we always need God's grace. We stand in God's grace, but it is an instruction. We should seek this day to try to love God fully and, and the people we encounter to love our neighbor the way we love ourselves, to wrestle with the demands of love. And the key here is we're never justified by our perfect performance of that, of those commands of love but we're never released from the attempt to do it because we live in grace. We don't live, we're not justified because we perfectly do it. It's more that because we live in relationship with, with, with God in Christ through the Spirit and our sins are forgiven, we are free to, to do it and, and to, to go out in love and to stumble and fall and to confess and, and receive forgiveness and, and try again. And so the the, just, the juxtaposition between the lawyer who tried to justify himself and Ruth who just did what the law said to do, who just acted faithfully, and we see that that God redeemed Ruth and 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 Naomi and provided for them, and whereas the you know the lawyer is just you know he's he's left to to decide whether he will he will repent and, and and begin to try to love rather than trying to justify himself and so that's our our role as as followers of christ is to is to receive the grace of forgiveness of relationship with god and then go out and love go out and fulfill the command of of love as best we can each day in our lives and this is what that in humility uh willing to take that spot of of serving others, and this is what causes God to hear our prayer, and, and and by which the blessings of God come into our lives. So, a few thoughts about the lessons. Uh, we'll continue um, with the prayer for all conditions of men on page eighteen. O God, the Creator and Preserve of all mankind, we humbly beseech Thee for all sorts and conditions of men. That thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for the Holy Church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by the good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those 
for any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. We remember especially this morning, uh, Father John and Rachel, who uh, are going in for a C-section for the birth of their baby today. We pray for God's presence with them for a uh, safe delivery and a healthy baby. We'll pause now for everyone to remember their own intercessions. That it may please you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good with you all this morning. Uh, reminder, today is our day of prayer and fasting for mission. I ask you to participate with us in some way. and offer our litany for mission up at some point in time during the day. We offer it up also online in our evening prayer gathering. So peace to all. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you, Bishop. Bishop Scarlett. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.